Welcome back to the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the host of this podcast. I'm graduating pretty soon, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.MyPortfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we're going to determine if the 2001 World Series winning D-backs team is actually the best on paper. We're going to be looking at the, the, the 2011 team and the 2002 World Series team. I thought I was going to have time for 2017, but we'll save that for the Friday's pod. So we're just going to compare the 01 team to the 02 team and the 2011 team. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men, between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our way to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDimebacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right in to the comparisons. All right. So, let's figure out which D-backs team was actually the best on paper. We're just going to go through the lineup, look at the rotation. We'll do the same thing we did when comparing the D-backs to the other teams in the NL West. We'll look at the lineup, we'll look at the rotation, and we'll look at the bullpen. We won't look at off-season moves. I'm not going to do all that. That will take a lot of time. We're just going to look at those three categories. And to do that, we're going to be looking at three other teams. We're going to be looking at the 2002 D-backs, the team after the 2001 World Series team, the 2011 team, and the 2017 team. So let's first start by talking a little bit more, refresh your memory with the 2001 team. So that team was, of course, the World Series winner. They had Luis Gonzalez, who was their best offensive player, their best position player. He batted 325 with 57 bombs. As a team, they hit... uh, 208 home runs, they had 776 ribbies, 71 stolen bases, and batted 267 as a team. So those are pretty solid numbers. Uh, they also had Reggie Sanders, who batted, uh, who, who hit 33 bombs as well. And then they had a Tony Womack come in and steal 28 bases. So they got some nice production. They didn't really have a uh, Sanders and Gonzalez were the only two players on the team to hit over 16 home runs. And then Womack was the only guy on the team to steal more than 15 bases. So they, they didn't get great production from their other players, but they got some solid production. Luis Gonzalez was the only guy to bat over 325 in this lineup. And if I take a look even closer and do some quick math, it looks like he was even... Okay, no, actually, Mark Grace also batted 298, but I was going to say Luis Gonzalez was the only guy to bat over 300, but that's not true. Mark Grace... Well, that is still true, but Mark Grace did bat 298. Which is right there on the the precipice, but outside of that, everyone else batted under two two eighty on the team. So you only had Mark Price and uh, Luis Gonzalez batting two over two eighty, with Gonzalez being the only guy batting over three hundred. And then when you look at the the starting pitching, of course, you got the two dominant uh, front end starters in Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson, who both won over twenty games and had sub three ERAs. And if you take a look at the bullpen, you had Bayon. I always struggle with his name. 
game. Bai Young Hyun Kim with 98 innings pitch, a 294 ERA, and 19 saves. He had a Miguel Batista doing work, and Brent Prince. So that team was pretty good, obviously. I mean, winning the World Series, I think, definitely means something. It definitely validates your team. Obviously, it's baseball, so that doesn't always mean the, the best team wins. I mean, I don't know if the world, uh, the Nationals were the best team in baseball this past season. I don't think I would say so. I mean, especially losing your, your franchise player, I think, is even crazier than winning the World Series. But to digress, uh, that, that 2001 team was pretty good, but... Is it the best D-backs team on paper? Well, let's take a look at that 2002 World Series team. That team's best player that year, you can make the argument, was still Gonzo. He batted 20 home runs that year with 103 ribbies, and he batted 288 as well. So he he was still very effective, of course, the year after. Those home runs took a, a mighty dip, pretty much got cut in half from 57 down to twenty, uh, down to twenty-eight, and then you had a Steve Finley in there do pretty well for the team as well. He batted two eighty-seven with twenty-five home runs and eighty-nine ribbies and sixteen stolen bases, which was second on the team. So you could even make the argument that he was the best player on the D-backs during that time. Then Tony Womack was still producing on the base paths as well, twenty-nine stolen bases and bat two seventy. So those were definitely the three best position players on the D-backs during that time. And if you look at the how many home runs they hit, they batted 165 that year. So that's less than the 2001 World Series team. They did steal, let me see here, 92 stolen bases. So that's pretty good. You'd like to see that. That's not great, but that's solid. And that's just slightly more than the 71 that the 2001 World Series team stole. But that 2001 World Series team also just came up short in RBIs compared to this 2002 team, but very close, 776 versus 783. So these teams are very close in stature, and both the teams both batted 267. So I'm not really sure which team was better offensively. It's really close. Maybe the 2001 World Series team because they hit home runs, and uh, they had uh, a Gonzo was playing the best baseball of his career. This team I don't think is more i don't think they're more well balanced than the other team so i think i would have to give a slight edge to the 2001 world series team over the 20 over the 2002 team in terms of lineup now if we look at the starting rotation now you still got the two studs randy johnson kurt schilling at the top you know kurt schilling came down just just a tad his ERA went from 294 to 323, but still won 23 games, 259 innings pitch, 316 strikeouts. He had Randy Johnson win 24 games, 232 ERA, 334 strikeouts. And you can make the argument they actually both improved. I mean, Kurt Schilling didn't have 300 strikeouts the year before, even though his uh, ERA went up a little bit. They both had more innings pitched. Randy Johnson did have 372 strikeouts this is the year they won the World Series, but he still had 334 this year. And when I look at the rest of the rotation, Miguel Batista uh, pitched to a 4-2-9 ERA, made his move from the bullpen to a, a full-time starter now. I mean, he, he was pretty much a starter in 2001, but he was more of a long relief guy. Made 18 starts, but he was in and out of the bullpen too. Now he's solidified as the number three and his numbers definitely took a hit went from a 3-3-6 ERA to a 4-2-9 so definitely wasn't pitching as effectively then you had Rick Helling as your number four with a 4-5-1 ERA which is definitely better than Robert Ellis as your number four with a 5-7-7 and Albie Lopez was the number five in 0-1 with a 
4.0 ERA flat. And the number five this year in 2002 was Brian Anderson with 4.79. So really, when you look at when you look at each one, the rotation is very similar as well. I think I could make a slight argument for Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling being better in 2002. But then Miguel Batista, I think, was better in 2001, though. I think they had better, uh, they had a better number three, but your four fives are also, I think, better in 2002, where you have your number three better in 2001. So it's, again, really close, still a toss up. That's what you're going to, that's what's going to happen when you just looking at two teams a year apart. The teams are going to still be so similar and so comparable with so many of the same players. But if I had to choose a rotation, I might go with the 2002 uh, team, not the World Series team. I think Johnson and Kurt Schilling were just a little bit better than they were in 01. And then I like the four and five starters better. I think they were more solidified. They had more innings pitched under under their belt than the 2001 team. So I see some more stability there. So I think it's a slight nod to the, to the 2002 team over the 01 World Series winning team in terms of rotation. Now, when I look at the bullpen, Bai Young, Bai Young Kim was phenomenal. He had a 2.04 ERA with 36 saves, so he really stepped it up. But outside of him, this bullpen really struggled. Mike Kopelov, if that's how you say his name, a lot of tough names here, but Mike Kopelov had a very good ERA, 3.36, and then after that, the, these guys really fell off the map. Mike Myers, 4.38, Greg Swindle, 6.27. Mike Fetters, 5-1-1. Mike Morgan, 5-2-9. Matt Mantell, 4-7-3. And when you look at the innings pitch, outside of Bayun Kim, no one had over 62 innings pitch in the bullpen. This was all starting pitchers. It, it, this team was built mostly in starting pitching as opposed to the 0-1 team. They, they're starting pitching outside of Kurt Schilling, Randy Johnson, with a lot of long relief guys, a lot of different guys making starts. So... I think if I have to go with the bullpen, it's going to be the 0-1 team. They have just deeper guys with better ERAs, guys with more innings pitch. They, they they just did more in the 0-1 team than they did in the 2002 team. So I'm going to have to give the bullpen to the 0-1 team. So when I rack it all up, the 0-1 team is better than the 0-2 team because of the lineup in the bullpen. We'll give the 0-2 team the, the starting rotation, but I will not give them the nod of being the better overall team than the 2001 D-backs. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast, and that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it.
Now let's compare that World Series team to the 2011 team. And I forgot to mention that that 2 team did win 98 games. So they, they were very good and they lost in the divisional series to the Cardinals. They actually got swept in the NLDS. So if you want to put another feather in the 01 World Series winning team's cap, it's just the fact that they didn't get swept. They won the World Series as opposed to the 02 team that got swept. Now, let's compare that 2001 team to this 2011 D-backs team. Now, this team this year won 94 games, and, and they had their fair share of players as well. This was still pre-Paul Goldschmidt as that guy. He was only 23 years old on this team. He wasn't the everyday first baseman yet. And if we take a look at this team, your best players on this was led by Justin Upton, who was really coming into his own. He was also 23 years old at this time. He batted 289, 31 bombs, 88 ribbies, and 21 home runs. So definitely a more well-rounded guy than Gonzo. Probably wasn't the same level of player at his peak, but could still use some bases, could be a 25-25 guy, which Gonzo really couldn't do. So you like, that's definitely a nod in Justin Upton's cap, but I think Gonzo's still the better overall player. He had a Chris Young. He only batted 236, but he had 20 bombs, which is nice with 22 stolen bases. He had Ryan Roberts, 19 home runs, 18 stolen bases, but batted 249. And then finally, you had Kelly Johnson, Miguel Montero, each batting 18 bombs apiece, but Kelly Johnson... Only batting 209, and then when you look at the overall batting average of the team, it's only 250 compared to the 267 of that 2001 World Series team. And then if I look at the home runs, it's 172, which is lower than the 01 team. It's only 702 ribbies. It's only 55 stolen bases as well. Oh, actually, I take that back. I was looking. I was looking at the caught stealing. It's actually 133. Stolen bases, and when you compare that to the D-backs team that only stole not not that many bases, they only stole 71 stolen bases. So, so the 2011 team almost doubled them up on the base pass. But overall, I mean, the the numbers are not great all around on this team. A lot of these guys did not perform very well, honestly. None of them could really hit for average. No one on this team batted 300. The best player on this team was Gerardo Parra in terms of batting average. He batted 292, and then outside that, Justin Upton came the closest, batting 289 in the starting lineup. And then everyone else was... You, you also had Miguel Montero bat 282, but then you have some really low batting averages, a 213, a 209, a 252, a 249, a 236. That's all in your starting lineup. So this team definitely could have hit for average. Maybe had their, Maybe they had their power... A little bit more dispersed. They had definitely guys who were better at creating runs because of their speed. But in terms of a lineup, I'm definitely going to have to give it to the 01 World Series winning team. Now, how about that rotation? This team's number one this year was Daniel Hudson. You can make the argument. He went 16 and 12 with 3 4 9. And he had over 200 innings pitch, but. The real number one on this team was Ian Kennedy when he was at the top of his game for a little bit. 21 and 4 this year with excuse me, 288 ERA, almost cracked 200 strikeouts. He just missed it with 198 and he had 222 innings pitch which is 
pretty good as well. He almost won the Cy Young this year. He finished fourth in the voting. Even got some MVP votes finishing 14th. But he was definitely as good as he was. He, he still wasn't as dominant as a Kurt Schilling or Randy Johnson. I mean, those guys still had 100 more strikeouts and like 30 more innings pitched than the Ian Kennedy. But I do like the rest of this rotation. You had a Joe Saunders with a 369, a Josh Coleman to a 338. And then if you they didn't really have a number five starters on baseball reference right now, it's really just listing four starters. Really doesn't seem like anyone else got a I mean, you had Zach Duke have nine starts, Armando Galarraga. So it seems like just a rotation as your number five starter. And those guys really didn't pan out. But you're one through four all having sub three, seven ERAs. That makes it a really tough argument. The top of the 01 World Series winning team is definitely better than this team but the depth of the 2002 world series winning team in terms of starting rotation with having joe saunders as your number four josh colmenter i mean saunders as your three and colmenter as your four really makes you think and even joe saunders had over 200 innings pitch as well so there was definitely some workhorses in this rotation i think i'm gonna have to uh, no i this is tough to decide honestly i think I think I'm going to give a slight, a slight edge to this 2011 team. And that's only because of the phenomenal year that Ian Kennedy had with the the great years that Joe Saunders and Cole Mentor had as well to really round out the rotation. It's no comparison that Schilling and Johnson were better than Hudson and Kennedy, but I think Joe Saunders and Josh Colmenter make up so much ground because of how poorly the, the rest of the rotation was on that uh, 2001 World Series winning team. Then when I take a look at the bullpen, no more no more Hyun Byung Kim. It's now J.J. Putz as the closer, and he was pretty... He, he was a fireball too, man. He had 217-year array. He had 45 saves, and if you look at the rest of this... The, the next few guys who, who led an innings pitch behind him, he had a Zach Duke, who was mostly a starter, but David Hernandez had 69 innings pitch. He had a 3-3-8. Uh, Micah Owings, 3-5-7. A Joe Patterson, a 2-9-1. So definitely some arms out this bullpen uh, for this uh, 2011 team. And then you even had a Brian Shar 2-5-4. You had a Brad Ziegler, a 1-7-4. So when I look at this bullpen, again, this, this 2011 team... I'm going to have to give it to them again on the bullpen. Their, their closer was actually better than Bayoun Kim during that 2001 team. And then the rest of the bullpen just seemed to be a little bit deeper than this 2001 World Series team. Now, this the 01 team definitely has their fair share of bullpen guys, but they, they didn't have the, the high-level quality guys. Most of them were just steady eddies. A lot of them had ERAs above four. A couple guys below three, but a lot of them were above four. And then that can't be this. The, the same can be said for this 2011 team. You got a range of guys in the fours, guys in the threes, guys below the threes. I just think they have a, a higher range, and they're, they're just more higher ERAs on the 2001 team versus this 2011 team. So I think I'm going to have to give the bullpen again to this 2011 team. But if you know me, you know I think I prefer offense over pitching. If I had to choose one, I'd rather have a great offense than a great pitching staff. And so with that said, I'm going to still give the nod to the 01, series, 01 World Series team over this 2011 team. Even though I said this 2011 team 
had a better rotation in bullpen. I think it's too close on the rotation to make it to make it definitive, and I think it's not close when it comes when it comes to the lineup. So I'm gonna have to give it to the 01 team just because their lineup is better and it's a marginal difference in terms of the rotation. And they, I think the the 02 the I'm not the 02 team. The 2011 team definitely has the edge in the bullpen, but. Not not the lineup and just a slight edge in the rotation, but not enough to give them the nod over the 2001 team. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks. Go tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition, the Locked On Fantasy MLB, so you guys can stay up to date with all the news, rankings, updates, and everything related to that. I hope everyone is staying inside and staying safe. Tune in to Friday's pod so you guys can hear the comparisons between the twenty, the, the 2001 World Series team and the 2017 team. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today, and peace!